Hello and welcome to Mary with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And this is number 23. Awesome. The Michael Jordan of podcast episodes. Sure. I wouldn't know because I don't like basketball. But you know who Michael Jordan is, Yes, though, yes, right? yes, yes. I know that. All right, good. Because if not, I would have needed to rethink everything. Oh, gosh. That's a little dramatic. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl To take me on the ride to a whole new world Under the sea of bare necessities You've got a friend of me cause I'm fun and fancy free With you on my arm people won't know what to do Say I wanna be like you, bibbidi bobbidi boo Like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2 Girl I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe We are a married couple from Dallas, Texas who loves Disney we love pop culture, and we love talking about it. And we just like to have a good time on the podcast, talking about different Disney topics or different things that we're doing lately, which we call Marriage Moment, and some things that are just going on in our lives that maybe you need to know about, maybe you don't. Yeah, so hopefully um, you have heard us before. If not, then welcome. Welcome. To this episode. Um, if you don't follow us on Facebook or Instagram, you should do that. We recently, our podcast hosting site, which is this really like nerdy thing that we have to have to make this podcast happen, has this cool tool to where we can make little typography videos of our podcast. It's kind of fun. And I have been posting some on Instagram. So if you have not seen those on Instagram or Facebook, then you should get on that. And if you're not someone who does social media, I respect that. Respect. Yeah. All right. Well, today our topic is going to be Disney fails and rookie mistakes. Yes. So as we are planning our spring break Disney vacation, I thought it would be good just for us to talk about some of our Disney fails, some things that we thought were going to go a certain way and didn't, um, some things that we just were oblivious to at times. Just want to go back in time and maybe just, just get a do-over, a Disney do-over. So, sometimes you just need do-overs. So if you are someone who maybe hasn't been to Disney World a lot, you are planning one of your first trips, maybe you can learn something. Hopefully. Or maybe you've been going a long time and you, and you just... you can just commiserate with us and remember some of your own terrible experiences. Yes, exactly. And just laugh. You can laugh at us. That's please, fine. Please laugh. That is mostly what this episode is going to be about, is me and Zara just being open and honest with what is going on in our past Disney experiences. I have been to Disney World about 12 times. I kind of lost track. Zara has been way more than that. Probably like 18 to 20 times. Something which is, like that. Which is awesome. So we have a lot of experience and we have gone on a lot of different trips. So hopefully we have some funny stories, some things that we can um, contribute to. So do you want to hear my first Disney fail? I do. I have to say, one of the largest Disney fails I have ever had actually occurred during our honeymoon. Oh, yes. Yes, so, it did. So on our honeymoon, we obviously got married. We stayed at this hotel, and my brothers packed up my suitcase for me so that after the wedding, my suitcase was just magically in my car. Which was nice of them. Which, which was fantastic. So we are wearing... You know, like you have on your dress, I have on my fancy suit, we go to the hotel, the next day we drive to the airport, and I either, and whenever I woke up, I just put on my flip-flops, because that was what I saw in my suitcase. So I get my flip-flops, I have them on, and we get to Disney World, and all of a sudden I realize I only have flip-flops or dress shoes from our <laughs> wedding. So bad. And we are at Disney for three or four different days. And for the first three days, I am wearing flip-flops to Disney World. Which you don't normally do. Normally you wear like some sort of tennis shoes or some Vans or something. My mom's kind of different and that's she enjoys wearing flip-flops, which I don't know how she does that. Your mom does love wearing flip-flops. It is a complete mystery to me. I do not understand it. Because my feet are not your mom's feet. True. And my feet died. I had blisters. I was complaining. It was awful. And then the night before we leave to go on this Disney cruise, I look in one of the hidden compartments of my suitcase. Like the front zipper. The front zipper. And I had a pair of vans in there that my brothers had Surprise! packed for me. And Surprise! Surprise vans. And your boy was just a complete noob. 
And I walked around for three days with blisters on my feet from these flip-flops. Oh, it was a bad, bad time. So that was not a good way to start off our Disney experience as a married couple. No. Um, it's, it's gotten better from there, though. Oh, it definitely has. Well, maybe. I still have lots of fails. We have a few. That's for sure. All right, so Zara, do you have any fails? I do, of course. So the first one I can remember is probably when I was around like eight years old. We were in Epcot. It was a hot day. And I get all excited about the food as I normally do. And we are at the America Pavilion where they have that big American like food court restaurant. And I I need some french fries and I need some apple pie. And I ate them both. That's a great combo. Ate them all. It was delicious. But then I just started feeling a little queasy. Maybe I ate too much. Maybe I ate too fast. Maybe it was a combination of the weather being so hot. I'm not sure. But... I walked outside and threw up in the bushes. No. And it was disgusting. Yikes. But other than that, I don't feel like I've thrown up at Disney very much, which Disney is good. Disney vomit. But at least I am not like some people and was like on a ride. Yeah. Like the mission to Mars, like space ride. Oh, dude. So the first I've time, heard a lot of people throw up on that. Well, yeah. So the Agnew family growing up, mission space used to not have two types of difficulties. Right, right, right. Whereas now there are two different colors. That signify one is hardcore, one is easy. I've done the easy one one time, and I still didn't like it. Yeah, no, me too. It's like too claustrophobic. 100%. Yes. I was probably 12, 13, whenever Mission Space came out. And my whole family goes, my parents are not roller coaster people. But this ride seemed really cool. The idea of... I mean, it's not a roller coaster. Well, just big rides that they obviously put lots of G-force on your body. True. And so we get off and my parents, we seriously had to sit in the cafeteria where Interventions is. And we just sat there for an hour and my parents just were sick to death. It's awful. It was awful. Lots of Disney fail right there. Yeah. Another Disney fail that happened last time that we went to Disney World. Um, I guess this was last spring break. This was during it was. the Pokemon Go craze. Oh, Lord. And what a time to be alive. I just really thought, well, so I grew up obviously watching Pokemon, and I thought it would be great to play Pokemon Go all day during my Disney World trip because then I could be hatching eggs and finding cool Pokemon, and two things happened. One was... Number one, you sound really nerdy. I sound really dumb. And the idea that I went to Disney World and was so just like involved with my phone makes me cringe so hard. I was an adult. I So like we also went with your cousin Hunter. Hunter was 13, 14 at that time. And he obviously was a high school teenager. He has that. Um, he has that as an excuse. He, he has that. Yeah. As a reason to do that. I was in an adult and I just could not get out of my own head about this Pokemon Go business. So not only did I, I probably miss out on a lot of opportunities, but dude, my phone just kept dying. And I and so then I wouldn't have a phone to like take pictures with or I would be scrambling. There was one time where we like took a break and we are in this little Starbucks area. And I try to like find a place where I can charge my phone as if I'm like... Lame. A beggar trying to like get some. So while you're on vacation, what you're saying is you should have just been enjoying being with your family. Yes, one hundred percent. And enjoying Disney instead of being obsessed with your phone. Yes. So all, all the noobs out there, don't do that. Well, yeah. So if you are someone who just enjoys Pokemon, I'm not saying that Pokemon is like inherently bad, but it's gonna suck you down your battery at least. Bring one of those portable charger batteries. At with least, you. even if you're just a normal person and you like to take a ton of pictures on your phone, I'd say bring one of those like portable batteries. Yeah, because they're helpful. Yeah, because those DSL. There's are... not a ton of charge like outlets to just charge your phone at Disney. Like you kind of have to look kind of hard. I think they actually have places where you can pay for them. Well, so that's who wants to do that? So they basically have these phone lockers where it's a locker for your phone and it has a charging station. I've never in used it, that, but that's. You know, very extreme. I don't like that. Yeah. All right. Next fail for me, kind of moving just along my timeline. I was also a child. Don't exactly remember how old, but again, I think this was at Epcot. Man, I've had, I love Epcot and I've had a few experiences there, but my, my mom and I, we were at probably the outdoor Mexico restaurant for some reason, or some sort of outdoor restaurant. 
And I remember she had her little purse with her wallet. And somehow she left her wallet at at the place where we were eating. And so she did not have her wallet. And I do not think she got it back. Pretty sure she didn't. So that was super fail. Your mom lost her wallet? I think so. Yeah, she did. That's terrifying. I know. So that we were talking on our last podcast about how great magic bands are. And now you don't even you don't even need your wallet. Correct. They have Disney has made it so easy and you just don't even need to have it. I I, I still bring my wallet. That's stressful. Yeah. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to I remember last trip I asked you like after every ride, I'm like, Do you still have your wallet? I I know I am notorious for losing my wallet. You are. One time I left it at a movie theater that's a kind of sketchy movie theater, not mm-hmm. even like a good one. Mm-hmm. If, if you live in the, the Dallas area, the Valley View AMC. Not good. All right. No shots at Valley View. but They just have really cheap tickets. Yeah. So we go there and I lose it. 24 hours later, I go back and they magically f- still still had it for me. It was a miracle from yeah. heaven. Still not as bad as the time I was 17, 18, was also at a movie theater, common Ooh. theme and I was wearing basketball shorts, Ugh. and my wallet fell out of my basketball shorts Ugh. because, you know, they don't have great. Why are you wearing wallet, basketball shorts in the movie have great theater? Pockets, because you're like a, I was a teenage teenager. boy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right, sure. all right, sure. So I lost it. Go back to the movie theater. They can't find it. <gasps> Three or four days go by. Find it in my mailbox. Oh, thank God! So thankfully, my address on my on my ID, someone had seen it. And they dropped it off and put it in my parents' mailbox. That was extremely nice of them. So that was a great, great, great time. My next Disney fail is one that there is no excuse for. One that I have grown up going to Disney World. I have grown up proclaiming that I am a Disney master. And until last year, I thought that Tom Sawyer's Island (gasps) and Swiss Family Treehouse were the same attraction. Incorrect. Huge fail. Not right at all. I just... And last year was the first time you did both of them. Exactly. Ever. So that's why. Well, yeah, because my parents were not about to just walk with us as we ran through this thing. so much walking. And get kidnapped or something. So we just never did it. And because I had never been on them, I really thought that they were both the same attraction. Okay. So for everyone who might not know, explain to us what the difference is. Well, so the Swiss Family Treehouse is literally a giant treehouse in a giant tree. And, and it's in Adventureland. It, yeah. So, yeah. So, so it is in Adventureland. Whenever we went during spring break, it was really crowded. So it was more of like a walking experience. But the idea is, so, yeah. So there are all of these ramps and kind of like stairs. swinging, br- uh, like swinging um, bridges and stairs. And so you go across this whole thing. It is like you are a part of Swiss Family Robinson, like the old movie. Yes. Which, they should redo that. I don't know why they haven't. That's something in their canon that they need to take, they need to take hold of. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, there is that, and then there is Tom Sawyer's Island, which is actually like an island where you have to take a tiny boat Mm -hmm. to go across this pond. And that's in like, the Pioneer, like, Streets of America, rivers, yeah. rivers of America, yeah. on the rivers so, of America. Well, yeah, so, like, the Main Street area. Well, yes. not Main Street, but the... Ne- right next to the Haunted Mansion. Next to Haunted Mansion, correct. Um, yeah, so they are both in, they are both in Magic Kingdom. They are just in separate areas of Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And Tom Sawyer's Island is, like... It's a legit island. Yeah, it is a legit island where... Yeah, and so there's, like, all of these different places. Like, you can, like, walk across this bridge with barrels... You can, there are forts and places like with guns that you can pretend to shoot people at. Um, it's huge and, and it's massive. I there. think it used to be more popular and it has waned in popularity over the years. But honestly, I guess I went when I was a kid, but we had not been probably since I was like eight again or something. But we did it. I don't feel the need to do it again anytime soon, but we can say we have done it. It is a good... Thing. It, it, it's a good attraction, especially during spring break. Like we might need to because there are so many long wait lines. So it's just something to do. All right, let's be real. My next fail is this isn't always a fail. No shots at your family, but some of your family 
it takes them a while to get to Disney World. Oh gosh! And there I think are that's times... why we were doing it. We were waiting. We had like a yes, lunch reservation. We did it, and yeah. we were me and and you and Hunter were all there early because we don't take forever to get ready. We don't take a shower every day. <laughs> Sometimes we go stinky. Whatever. It's, it's Disney fine. World. It's Disney. Do what you gotta do. Just put some dry shampoo on it. It's fine. Um, and we get there and we're like, what are we going to do? We don't have any fast passes. And yeah. And we, there, the, there was a line for everything. So we're like, we haven't done Tom's work. You've never done it. Let's go do it. Yeah. So we just killed some time, waited for the rest of our family to get there. There you go. At least we have those reservations. There are definitely times where we are waiting in line, wait, wait, waiting for our name to be called. And, and we see some suckers who haven't made reservations and they think they can just roll on up to fifties prime time. And oh, that's bad. Just you cannot get do a that. table. You cannot do Guess that. Guess what? That is a huge Disney fail. That that, that is a rookie mistake. On peak your... on peak times, you can't just show up to a sit down restaurant Especially... and think that you're gonna get a table. That's not gonna happen. No, no. Liberty Tree can't do it. Nope. Um, Fifty strong time, like you said, for sure can't. Definitely do that. can't do it. Crystal Palace. Nope. Can't do it. Like any of the big, like pretty much any sit down place. If you want to sit down and not feel overwhelmed at Disney World, you have to in make the a parks reservation. for sure. I'd, maybe maybe the restaurants like at the resorts you wouldn't need to, but for sure in the parks, Downtown Disney too, you probably don't need to. Yeah, all the time. But yeah, okay. Another fail for me, going along with the theme of my family and them losing stuff. Hunter, my cousin, is a habitual. Oh. Lo- I'm about to call you out right Hunter, now. I'm Hunter, so sorry. Hunter. He's a habitual loser and just has some really bad luck at Disney. I'm not lying. So probably like the first year he had like, he had an eye touch. He didn't have a cell phone yet, but he had an eye touch and he was like obsessed with it. He was so excited. We were on vacation. It was like the last day and nothing had happened. And then he, we had all our luggage outside of like the entrance where you like pull in like, the portico or whatever it's called to like the front of the hotel. And we are waiting for probably the magical express. And we had all our luggage out there and Hunter was not paying attention and like trips over some luggage and then like splat on the floor. No. And like, he kind of like gets a scrape and then his phone is completely, his iPhone thing is completely shattered and he just starts crying. And I like felt bad, but I was also like, Oh, he shouldn't be paying attention. But he was definitely crying when we got on the Magic Express, and it was awful. Yikes. That was sad. Another year, he just totally lost his iPhone completely. Probably still is not a touch. Probably was an iPhone, yeah. It was several years ago. But we were on um, Space Mountain. We've had, he's had some bad luck on Space Mountain. Oh, on Space Mountain, he it was in his pocket again. I think he had, like, basketball shorts or, like, sweatpants or something. And he gets off the ride, realizes he does not have it. And it's, like, super late at night. Um, like, the park was about to close. And so him and his mom, we were, like, walking out of the park, and then, like, suddenly it hits him. He's like, I don't have it. So they have to go back in, like, go to guest services. They were there for, like, a really long time. I don't think they ever got it back. I'm pretty sure they didn't. So Um, he's had two awful phone experiences? Yes. Oh, no. And then last year, the most recent one, um, he had bought – was it one that he had bought? Or maybe – I don't remember as a magic man that he purchased or one that no, like came with his. He purchased one after this happened. Sure. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Okay. So the magic man that he had on in the park, I think it was like a purple one. Anyway, he, we were getting off Space Mountain and for some reason he was being silly. We were on the walkway gangway, like automatic mover yeah. after the ride that you like stand on to, to go to the top. And he like jumped up and down and like put his hands in the air and somehow during that event, his magic band flew off his hand and flew up into the ceiling. And like the ceiling of Space Mountain has these like little holes cut out of it to look all futuristic and spacey. And then it flew up into the ceiling and he was like, where did my magic band go? It was gone. So we get off the ride and like talk to the person at the front and they're like all talking on their walkie talkie, like go search, you know, telling him where to go search. He never found it. He did not recover. It was it. so stressful. It was awful. The we space just, mountain people were so annoyed. They were, they were annoyed, but they were help. They're trying to help us. And so I mean, I, like, they th- did give us some fast passes actually, um, to make up for it. Uh, since we had like a slightly bad experience. Um, but yeah, he had a, he bought a new magic band after that. So one more about Hunter is he also bought a hat I think it was at Epcot, like that big hat shop. He buys like a, yeah, like a baseball hat 
and somehow that I think pretty sure is that same day he <laughs> lost it on a ride. He has not had good luck. Man, I will tell you that right Hunter now. Hunter is not going to want to listen to this episode. Shots fired. It is lots of shots fired. I'm sorry. I just have to. I mean, it's a fail. I got to talk about it. That ha- is very, very. Hang on to your stuff. Very Don't true. lose it. When they say keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle. When they tell you to take off your hat, take it off. I mean, you just got to be careful. I do have to say I have a fail involving Hunter, but he's not the one who looks bad. I am. Okay, what happened? So last year, um, we go to Disney World, and we realize that me and him haven't ridden Cali River Rapids together ever. Well, I've never ridden it ever, period. And so it's spring break, but it's kind of cold, though. And literally, no one is riding Cali River Rapids. There is. I'm there surprised is it was still going. Zero sometimes they line. close it down. You just walk automatically onto this ride. And so me and him go on the first time, and we are sitting on opposite ends. So that, spoiler, during Cali River Rapids, there is one huge drop. And Cali River Rapids is this raft ride, and it's a water ride, and you definitely get wet. Not everybody on the raft gets wet, only a portion because there's this one huge drop. And so on our first time going, we are sitting on opposite sides and somehow neither of us get wet. So we get off of the ride and um, and so I dared him. I'm like, Hunter, we should go a second time. So we go a second time. We are about to go down this huge drop and it looks like Hunter is the one who is going down. So, bad karma. <laughs> I start mocking him and laughing at him and I'm like, "Ah, oh, bro, you are you are about to get wet." And all of a sudden our raft hits like the side and we spin out of control and do a complete 180 and in like 100 feet he we have like turned all the way around. Now I am the one going backwards down this drop to and get soaking wet. Get soaking wet like my shoes, my bag, just everything. And it was freezing cold. And there's a reason that people don't ride Cali River Rapids. There's also a reason that that they pack ponchos and wear packs. Sometimes people pack like swimsuits and stuff. But you had nothing. I had nothing. I just walked around in my wet joggers. Soggy booty. My wet socks and shoes. It was awful. And it was all because I made fun of him. And God was like, ha ha, take this, Michael. This is what you get for laughing at people. All right. My next one is... Something else that happened last year on our trip. We had some memorable times. So many Disney fails I'm surprised last you, year. I'm surprised you didn't bring this up yet. And yet we think we are Disney pros. We think we know it all. But, so, we all know that Rivers of Light was the big new show that came out last year. And we had yet to see it. It had been hot, hotly anticipated because the start date kept getting pushed back and pushed back. But we were there during a time when it was open. And like the noobs that we were for this show anyway. Noobs. We thought like, oh, it's the new show. It's probably playing every night. It's fine. We were actually there like the night before and didn't take time out to see it. We were just like rushing past to ride Everest. Like wasn't on our priority list. We're like, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. It's fine. So the next night, the rest of my family is doing something else, like seeing wishes or like whatever, seeing something else. So we roll on up to Animal Kingdom. We're like, oh my gosh, there's like no one here. There's literally like no line to get in. Be like, what's like, going on? The park looks deserted. Well, yeah. Like, like, what's happening? Do we get a private showing to we Rivers were, like, of Light? We're really excited. So we walk up, like talk to the cast member who is like checking us in, like checking our magic bands. We're like, so what time does Rivers of Light start? Is, it, is there like a big way for it? Like, we what what's going on? She's like, um, yeah, that's only a few nights a week. It's only on like Tuesdays and Thursdays, so it's actually not running tonight. What? And we were so depressed. Had no idea. We had no idea. We're like, oh my gosh, just like there was like a whole wrench in our plans because we were already, it was already like Thursday. Like, well, I don't know. We didn't have very much longer to be there. We couldn't go another night anyway. So we're like, what are we going to do? So we just look at each other. We're like, all right, we'll just do something while we're here. So I think we did like Everest single rider. Well, first we did the um, nighttime safari, which we had never done. So that was a good experience. One of the greatest. We've talked about it before. Experiences we might need to just do a podcast on best Disney experiences. True. We saw the lions. It was great. I think we've mentioned it, but we'll we'll talk about it in another podcast. And then we ran over and rode Everest like once or twice. Um, so we still got a few Animal Kingdom experiences in, but 
We did not see Rivers of Light, the the whole reason we came to that park that evening. So it is high on our priority list for this next trip. Well, yeah, so yeah, so it, it's very sad because one of our highlights for last year's trip was seeing that show, and we didn't do it yep. because we didn't plan it out. We didn't plan. So that is definitely a Disney fail. Is, Look at all the times. Make sure that even that if you, you plan think, stuff out. Yeah, even if you think it's every night. Maybe it's not. You better you better look and just do a double check. Exactly. All right. This one is going to hurt your feelings just, <gasps> just a little bit. What? But I'm just being real. Just an overall fail for Disney World. Disney parades. Oh, that does hurt my feelings a little. I know. I probably just lost 75% of the listeners right now. You're just a parade hater. I am. I am. I do not understand parades at all. We will... Last year, we seriously waited for like an hour 45 minutes to watch this midday parade we sit there we scope out this great spot and there are lots of people who will wait two plus hours well, those people are crazy for a parade we don't do that so we waited we finally had this good spot about three minutes before the parade comes there's this mom who goes who has this like four your old little girl. Are you talking about when we were on Disneyland for the Christmas parade? Could have been, yes. That's when it was. Oh, My oh, family doesn't do that. Okay, fine. So it was Disneyland. Um, but still, the story definitely remains. This failure still remains. That so people, then all yeah. of a sudden, there was this three, four-year-old girl. That was annoying. Who literally stood right in front of us and kept dancing. And she was cute for like five seconds. And then she was annoying. And then she got really annoying and... Um, Mike Zara, we just wasted an hour sitting here. I don't think it was an hour. For our vision to be intruded. I think you're being a little dramatic. And then now we sit here and watch this parade, which is really not that good. That one I agree wasn't the best. But um, a few years ago when Festival of Fantasy in Magic Kingdom was new, like that was a must do for me because it was a new parade. It was a new experience. And my family definitely waited in line. We saw that parade a few times. Um, I don't know if you were there or not. I guess you were. But... My family generally does enjoy parades, and I feel like we don't wait, like, exorbitant amounts of time for them. Usually, we just kind of walk up. I just up. always see people, and they're seriously waiting for well, two people, hours people for do a that. parade, and I'm like, fail, fail, People fail. do that, and I feel like they, I agree, they don't need to do that. No. Like, because we just kind of walk up sometimes. We're like, oh, the parade's happening. Let's, like, let's just casually either, like, walk, to, like, from one end of Main Street to the other and kind of watch it as it's going by, or... Kind of just walk up and like stand behind some other people. Like we don't have small kids, so we don't need to be super close, yeah. like to where they can like wave and like take pictures and stuff. But if you have, so that's the whole thing. Well, like yeah, your so priorities change. Will, yeah, will, my mindset exactly. and my priorities will probably change. Yes, whenever I have small kids who just love, love seeing princesses that's like peop- and Mickey. Pascal. I know. Like right now, we don't do a lot of like character meet and greets. Like that could all change in the future. Yeah. Like that's something that's really important to little kids. Yeah. So I'm just saying knows? the idea of waiting around. I know hours you miss out on a lot of a good, to me. a lot of good ride time. Yeah. During that. Correct. Yep. All right. I have another Disney fail. Okay. Which was really my whole family. Like for most of my life, we lived under the, um, ill knowledge of not knowing what Dole Whips were. Oh God. Yes. And all of a sudden I am 18, 19 years old. Oh my And gosh. I start dating you. And you are the only not a di- not a Disney fan, by the way, who has ever been a bigger Disney fan than me. Well, a, a Disney fan in that you have been more times to Disney World. My parents had patented and trademarked the Agnew Disney Vacation Guide. Not really, but it became like you. You thought you were the bomb. We thought we knew everything, mm-hmm. and, and, th- and then I, I met you, and you kept talking about these Dole Whips. And you were saying just how they were this pineapple ice cream. So good. And um, literally my favorite Disney dessert. And I'm like, I love pineapples and I love ice cream. Why have I never experienced this? I've been to Disney World so many times. And I finally sought one out with my family whenever we were dating and you did not go on this trip. And your life has changed. And my life was definitely changed. Your parents said, I think the reason that they never got them was because they are that. They were in a slightly out-of-the-way spot. They're in Adventureland. They were in a smaller location. And since then, because of the rise in popularity of the Dole Whips, more people know about them now. And they have flipped locations with the Sunshine Tree Terrace that only serves, like, the citrus, like, orange bird-like frozen treats. 
And now the dollops are in our more prominent location, but they were a little hard to find. It's a kind of was a crowded like intersection near the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, which you never go to. Correct. So two things that you guys like never do. I could see how I guess if you didn't know what they were, you would never just walk by there and be like, "What's this frozen treat?" But now that you've had it, you can't live without one. Correct. And it's so good. And I feel like in this information age it's really hard to not know what dole whips are back in the stone ages before yeah. before uh, that social media mm-hmm. and reddit before instagram and things like that yeah i feel like it was pretty easy it's kind to, of more of a secret yes for disney to have secrets yeah now there's no it's secrets very hard for disney to have secrets exactly Maybe we'll talk about that one day. That would be fun. Maybe. Interesting. Disney we secrets. Ooh. Just need to. I like it. Okay. Do you want to talk about the largest Disney fail we have ever had in the history of Disney fails? You and me? Me and you. Wait, what? I cannot believe that you do not remember this. Oh God, this sounds bad. The largest one last year, it was spring break and we had a plane that was leaving. <gasps> oh my gosh. Around 5 p.m. How did I forget about this? Oh God, so bad, so but bad. Your grandma still had park tickets for us. And we so still went to Magic said, Kingdom. We were eating Dole Whips that day. We were. We, we were savoring were. Magic Kingdom, walking down Main Street. And so your family said, hey, when should we leave Disney World? Like, we want to at least go to the parks for part of the day. We're like, we have plenty of time. So we did. And obviously, me and you just had never flown on our own. And we didn't know what the Orlando airport was going to be like during spring break. And so, I mean, we had been before, but yeah, we were, we were, you know, we just, we just didn't pay attention. If we had gotten to the airport with an hour and a half left. In, it would be fine. In time, we would be okay because on a, on a normal day, an That's hour fine. and a half is plenty of time. So we get to the airport at an hour and a half. Y'all will not even believe what we are about to say. It was the longest line we have ever witnessed. We have ever witnessed. Ever. ever. Ever, 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 ever. Okay, so there's like a line and then it wrapped around the part where you like print out your boarding passes and then it wrapped around like a second time and it kept snaking by the gift shop and we like walked back there and we're like, are you guys in line for whatever? What what, line, what were we flying? We were flying Southwest. I think it was Southwest, which we generally like Southwest. Mm-hmm. We generally do. This time, no. It, it was horrible. It was awful. The line, like... It took the whole... T- By the time we got up to the desk, we had like, what, 20 minutes before our it flight boarded? It took an hour over... Yeah, over an hour just to check our bags in. We hadn't even gone through security. We hadn't done any, anything like it that It was yet. bad. There was just no way for them to like... Be, for us to tell them like, hey, our flight leaves like real soon. Like, is there any way to like... Exp- like, there was no person to help us. They were just like, we're sorry. Yeah, exactly. We're so, not going to help you at all. Short story... Long story short, we missed that flight. Missed the flight. I am a youth pastor, and it Sundays, was Saturday. Yeah, so it was. He a had Saturday. to be knocked the next day. Sundays are the biggest day of my work week. Like I can't just like miss a Sunday, but we did. So I had to call the other people on the youth staff and say, "Hey, I am a complete idiot, and we have missed our plane to Dallas. So I will not be able to make it for church." <laughs> So we go to the But you the had Southwest. stuff in the evening, so we wanted to so be back there for the evening. So we did have stuff in the mm-hmm. evening, so I still wanted to be there for that. So we go to the Southwest people. They said there is a flight that's leaving at 8 in the morning or at 6 p.m. And if I went to the 6 p.m. one, I would miss my, my nighttime and stuff, which I couldn't do. So I said, okay, let's do the 8 a.m. one, or it was even earlier than that. So me and Zara like stayed the night in the airport. The Orlando airport, in y'all. In the Orlando airport. So that we could catch this early morning flight. So the rest of my family, they didn't really have any obligations. Like they didn't have to be back to school or wherever on till Monday. Um, it was fine. They flew out later the next day. They were kind of sad because we had already sent all of our luggage. Yeah. Ahead. We had checked it. Think, hoping, like just hoping against hope that we would make our flight. So they had, you know, just the clothes on their back. Whatever they had in their purse. You know, didn't have a change of underwear. They just... They went back to the hotel. My grandparents were still staying there for a few days um, because they live in Georgia and they drive. Um, but they spent the night. They actually went to the park again the they, next day. They did. They, like, lived they, are, they have the annual passes, so they could just add on a day. It was fine. 
they lived it up another day. But we, our, our experience was vastly different. It was awful. We had to... Oh, God. So all of the restaurants in the Orlando airport close at 10 p.m. So we... We had some late night McDonald's. So we got some late night McDonald's. And then we had nothing. Nothing. So we watched the Bachelor finale on my laptop in the airport. The sad thing was it was freezing cold in that stupid airport and we didn't have any blankets or anything. No, thankfully... Hunter, your, yes. Your let, cousin Hunter let me... Borrow Bar- his, yeah. borrow his zip up hoodie. Yes, before he, or else you wouldn't have even had a jacket. I would have died. Oh my gosh! It I at least had awful. a jacket. It was freezing cold. The TVs never turned off. So you know how there's like that awful like TV or radio or whatever that's just playing in the airport in the yeah. background, and you just tune it out. Well, that was going the whole night. The whole night. There's no one else in this airport at 2 a.m. Except our, our arch nemesis. Our arch nemesis. The <laughs> syndrome of airport employees. Of Orlando Airport, MCO. I don't know why I chose syndrome of all Disney sure. villains, but I did. Good choice. Incredibles 2, coming yes. out later this year. Yes, it is. So this was a maintenance facilities guy, and his job was to vacuum the airport. So we tr- we actually tried a few different areas uh, for bedding down for the night. We, we knew we were gonna have to sleep in the airport, so we like tried one area. We're like, nah, this is like a little too visible. Let's like go down all the way down to this other wing. So it's kind of it's kind of isolated over because here. All of the chairs are, are all they're the same. all uncomfortable. They all have built-in armrests. Awful. There's like seven of them in a row. There's no comfy chairs. There's anywhere. N- no, there's no couches. Nothing. It's These, all those just, like, black chairs. Seats. Awful. Yeah, and so you have to like pull out. So so basically, we were able to pull up this like row of chairs next to at least put our feet next up. To ours, yes, to put our feet up, and we were in this tiny, tiny little area of the airport. <laughs> so bad. And our arch nemesis, stupid janitor man, just felt the need to vacuum every the entire inch area where we were us. trying to like sleep. So finally, we get to sleep. It's like two thirty three in the morning. He's and vacuuming. I kid you not, this man vacuums under our feet. Underneath I our legs. I swear to God. Underneath our legs. We are asleep. We have our feet propped up on these other chairs, and he is just zooming right underneath us and all around us. It was horrible. And I just glared at him. To punch. I think we saw him later that morning. I, I got up to go to the bathroom, and I saw him, and I just like gave him the dirtiest look yeah. I could give him. It was so bad. Evil, evil, But there evil was like man. late night flights getting into. That was like, we basically got no sleep. It was awful. Yeah. It w- and yeah. we were, we were at our, we were at our um, flight very early to check in. So check in was like at 6 a.m. We were there. Believe and, me. And then to bring everything full circle that day, um, we just, we wanted to see that day was whenever the live action beauty and the beast, like that weekend, that movie had, Oh my gosh, all full circle. Out. So we wanted to see beauty and the beast. Like so, the next day we got back. Yeah, so we did. We go to the Valley view movie theater. And that's when he lost his wallet. And that's whenever I left my wallet. Full that circle. same weekend. Y'all last year was, we, last year was a hot it mess. It was rough. It I was don't a know how we are adults. Mess. I don't know how we are surviving right let's, now. Let's, let's really hope that this spring break is different. And we, we, we're just, we're driving. We're not going to have to wait in the airport lines. It's just all on us to get to places on time. We'll have our car. Um, we're we're going to make Rivers of Light a priority. We're going to do things differently. 2018 is a new year for us. We're going to turn over a new leaf. We're going to be adults. We're going to get stuff done. Amen. Amen. We're going to do everything we want to do. Amen. We're going to live our best lives. All right. So I have a list of just rookie mistakes. I'm excited to hear these. I saw you researching them and it seemed interesting. So, well, yeah. So just things that not necessarily. Was there like a specifics, like stories, like people told, like this happened to me and I was a noob and I, I did bad. One of my favorite things to do is just go on Reddit. Oh, you love Reddit. And I just read different things from sports to Disney to The Bachelor to Zoom Zooms to video game strategies. There are so many different things. So all I did was I searched Disney rookie mistakes or Disney fails on Reddit and people just had hysterical stories. And, but, so I'm not taking those like hysterical stories, but just different rookie mistakes. So like, don't do these things. One, so how we talked about, you need to plan out your trip. Mm-hmm. On the other side, don't over plan your trip. True, true, true. Don't go minute by minute. Don't do different stuff like that. No, that's crazy. Um, it is a vacation. It is not work. I know that there are some people who just love lists and love being crazy organized. That is totally fine. 
do not over plan your trip. That's one of my yeah. biggest things. But if the wait's like way too long for one thing, you get there, you're like, oh, that's too long. Just go, just move on to something else. Yeah. Just yeah. like, just, just find something that you all can enjoy to do. And it's okay. Speaking about weights. At Epcot, there are different tiers for the Fast Passes. So there are Tiers A or Tiers 1 and uh, Tier 2. And in Tier 1, there are four attractions. Test Track, Soarin', Frozen Ever After, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. So Mission, so mission Mars so or Mission Space. Mission Space is, not, is a Tier 2. It's number 2. Yes. Okay, interesting. So in no way, in no universe, in no alternative reality... Should you be picking illuminations? No, no, no. The fireworks. There are over a lot of spaces that you can watch illuminations from. So many. You do not need to reserve the dessert party. You don't need to get a special restaurant just to see it. You can walk up as a normal person anywhere around the huge lake and you can see illuminations just fine. Usually my family likes to go watch it kind of near Mexico um, because it happens to be by the closest to the exit. So when we want to leave, we can just leave. We can just bounce and go. Yeah. But there's plenty of viewing spots. You you can get there a little early, sure, to like get closer to the to the the lake or whatever. Yeah. Get closer to the. Don't bridge. get there two hours early. No, no, no. It's That's, just like a parade. Don't. And you do not need to waste a fast pass on this. No, do not waste a fast pass. Fast passes, especially we I we talked about this, so I will not get on this this soapbox. Fast passes are way too valuable for you to be doing. A tier one fast pass for a, on a, dang fireworks. No, 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 not not necessary. All right, rookie mistake number two: if you are staying on property, all of your souvenirs can be shipped to your hotel room. All right, so what you do not need to be doing. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying you should ship them. So ship don't them. just carry them around. Do not just carry oh, for sure. around bags and bags of stuff. Like you if it's a, your accumulated. if it's your last day and you're leaving like that day, I think they require like 24 hours to get it to your room. But for sure, if it's your if you're there any of the other days in your vacation besides like the last day, like we, my family loves to go to the Christmas store in Magic Kingdom. Yes, yes, I um, do. we always get an ornament, and and the great thing is included. Yeah, we included with your hotel. If you're staying on property, they say, oh, what's your room number? They just they can just send it to your room. It's great. You not you do not have to carry it on the rides. And you especially do not want to carry it after the horrid fireworks show crowd. So rookie mistake. Oh, so bad. Next rookie mistake is not planning your exit for when you should be leaving the park. So whenever the fireworks end, there is this huge mass exodus of all of the people. If you don't care and you, like, want to linger and see, like, kind of just get out of the way and, like, wait for the crazy exit. If yeah. you don't if you don't need to, if you're, you're fine staying, like, a few, like, 30 extra minutes to, like, soak in the magic, as my family sometimes likes to do. But if you, like, need to leave, like, right then, like, to get home and go to sleep, like, you have small kids, like... You got to plan. Like, it's stressful. Then plan stressful. where you are standing because mm-hmm. that is the absolute worst. Like, some of my least favorite magical times at Disney World are leaving after shows because parents keep their kids because their kids went to see the fireworks and then their kids are all crying. There are the people who, so are, who are driving the remote scooters. Oh, who the worst. Are not always the most. They have huge strollers Aware too. of everything yes. that is going all around. The shops stay open an extra hour just for. After the parks. Close. Just for this reason. So that you do not need to stand in the giant monorail or ferry or tram line. You we would say linger. Look in some linger. stores. Yeah. Or even do your exit through the shops. Some people do that. Sure, sure. Like that's fine. It's a little less crazy than just going down Main Street. Don't let the last bit of Disney magic be you elbowing an old lady to get ahead of her in the Disney the bus exodus. lane. Mm-mm. Yeah. Don't, Don't do, do that. Don't do that. Just go uh, buy some of those little goofy snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Watch them making some fudge somewhere. Uh, look at the just Disney enjoy your Main Street galleries. Time. There are lots There's of so different much to things look at. that you can be looking at. The cute little windows that have like Pocahontas and Cinderella like figurines in them. I love to look at those. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I guess the last thing, this always happens with whenever we go with your family. Meemaw loves buying so many delicious breakfast items or snacks or oh, things. Oh, yes. And then on the last day, it's like, what are we going to do with all of this food? 
So make sure that you um, eat the food. Bring snacks with you into the parks. Like you can eat food in the parks. You don't have to just this spend can save all you money. Of your money. Yes, on the Disney snack items. Now I love, 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 love those Disney snack items. So I'm not saying don't eat those, but I am saying there's nothing worse than on that last day having your grandma look at you and say, <laughs> "Why don't you love my my breakfast items? Why don't you love these?" delicious snacks so make sure that you eat them throughout your time being there true um because you need your energy you need your, your nutrition having fun is tiring okay exactly exactly and don't just go 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 like part of the wonderful thing about disney is the disney magic and just taking your time there's nothing like sitting on a bench in that little circle around magic kingdom and just watching people and listening and soaking in, in all of the smells, I recommend that. Or going to the Hall of Presidents um, and taking a nap. Taking a fat nap. Fat nap. That is exactly true. Just look at Trump's face and take a nap. Exactly. That's all you need to do. All right. Well, hopefully you were able to laugh at us or identify with us in some of our Disney fails and maybe some of these rookie mistakes. We will help you not make those or maybe not rookie mistakes like i feel like i am a disney pro and i literally didn't know what Dole let's Whips be honest were. we just we there's all things you know like i said we need to do over we need we need to look back on and make some changes and hopefully you can do that exactly all right so do you want to talk about our marriage moment and what has been going on in our lives yes i do and i will tell you i can sum it up in one word and that word is sports 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 so sports. much sports it's been great. I don't even like sports, and I had a fun week. So we live in Dallas, obviously, and normally, yeah, me and Zara, like, I love, I love watching sports. Um, I might, I probably love sports more than I love Disney. Watching, yes, like on TV, but we like very rarely go to like sporting events. That is mainly because we live in Dallas and not in Houston. If we lived in Houston, sure. My movie budget would probably be going to Whoa. Astros baseball ticket. That's budget. interesting. But that's okay. a different... Different three, time, yeah, different that, place. That, that, that is a hypothetical Different world. life. Um, so my grandma bought me tickets for uh, the Rockets-Mavs game that happened on this Wednesday. So me and Zara were... So me and, and, and Zara, we had it on our calendars. We were planning out going to this Rockets-Mavs game. And then on Tuesday... I got some surprise tickets to the Dallas Stars professional hockey team um, from a student in the youth group. And these were bomb seats, like first level. We were so close. Probably eight rows back from the We could ice. see all the players' faces. It was beautiful. It was crazy. I had never been to a hockey game. I don't think I had ever Zara been had either. No. never been. Yeah. And I am a huge hockey fan now. Like, I am sold. Hockey's crazy. On, on hockey. There were... The things we learned about hockey... They play a lot of metal music. A ton of heavy metal music. So much. We don't know why. They just do. I guess that's the demographic they're going towards. We're not sure. Um, I will say I hardly saw any non-white people at this true. game. True. That is true. That is very true. Something else we learned, um, there are so many fights in hockey. Okay. Like, that's what mostly the whole game was. This isn't normal. I watched the game to see when they were going to have fights. There were seven legitimate multi-punch, multi-second fights that happened it was wild it was fantastic so much action there were about a hundred combined penalty minutes for the the two teams it Nor was crazy i heard normally that it's 20 to 30 minutes well this game was crazy so this game which is off the hinges which was awesome and it sold me and now I the love stars hockey. were playing like the florida panthers which i don't who hears of them no i don't even know cares about those guys but apparently they're like hate each other or something because they were just like all up in each other's grills, punching yeah. and kicking and pushing on the ice. And it was wild. By far the funniest thing. So yeah, I had never been to a professional game. I have seen hockey like on TV, but I had never been to a game and they have the, the dancer cheerleaders. Oh my gosh. In their tiny little outfits, scraping the ice in between timeouts and in between periods. Why is that necessary? So at baseball games, they have old white men with huge rakes go and rake, sure, and rake sure. the diamond during the seventh inning stretch. At basketball games, they have small ball boys and yes. like children who work there to wipe up the sweat on the basketball court. But for some reason, hockey games have... Um, they're cheerleaders. They're cheerleaders. Ice dancers. That's yeah. what they're called. It, it is hysterical. It was weird. I, I, it was by far the most confusing thing. I mean, 
I, I don't get it either. I'm yeah. not really sure. Definitely don't get it. But hockey games are are great. And I had it was actually fun. It, it was actually really it fun. It was a great live event. So then that next day on Wednesday at the same arena, we go back to the same one. We go back to American Air Airline Center, and they have completely changed the whole floor, the whole stadium. And now it's we were sitting actually in the stadium. same section, but it was different because it was like elevated to make room for the tunnel where the team goes. And so we were not as close, even though we were in the same section, just because of how it's much smaller the basketball court is than the ice. Well, yeah. Court. So this was pretty crazy. So my grandma bought us tickets. Um, they were so basketball tickets are just very very expensive. So we had tickets in the three hundred section, which is like that top, top bowl. tier. Yeah. Um, and but I have a friend who now works for the Mavs. So we get our tickets, and my friend goes, "Hey, I think I can upgrade your tickets." And basically, he like, yeah, talked we'll take to that. some of his friends, yeah. and he got us upgrades tickets in the 100 section, like in that bottom bowl. And it was an, it was insane. amazing. It was it was actually yeah in the same section as our hockey tickets. It's very fun. But basketball just packs all of those chairs on on the court, so it seemed like we were further back. It was still great. It was still an amazing, amazing game. The Rockets dominated the Mavs. So that was wonderful. Got to see James Harden and Chris Paul on the floor together. It was my, my it, it was my first time. Overall, a great experience and a great marriage time so, for us. So, so many sports. So we got to eat awesome stadium food, which is one of your favorite things. Oh, yes, for sure. And yeah, it was great. Both of our teams won both games. It was awesome. I love it. All right. You ready for some Zero to Hero? Sure. Let's do it. Zero to Hero. Okay, so my hero of the week is that we finally, finally finished our Disney Christmas puzzle. Oh, dude, you're totally right. We did. And we posted a picture of it to our Instagram, our Married with Mouse series Instagram. Correct, yes. And it probably sat on our kitchen table for like two-something months. I feel like we always uh, make a, not really wager, but we kind of say at the beginning... Once we take it out of the box, we're like, oh, how long is this going to stay here? And you're always, like, way more optimistic than I am. Yes. And it always takes, like, forever. But we finally finished it, and it is one of the most satisfying feelings to complete an entire puzzle. Yes, exactly. And this one had, like, glitter on it. It was really fancy. It was, it was great. Cute. I loved it. So a tiny other um, hero is that we also got a new Disney video game. And it has been really fun, and I believe it's called Pixar Rush. Pixar Rush, yes. Yeah, so... It's very random. We'll probably do another episode eventually about games and go into it more depth, but basically you have these different Pixar worlds, and one of them is Ratatouille, which is kind of random because I feel like that's not really featured in a lot of Disney things. And Up. And Up, that those two are kind of random, but... There have some fun gameplay. So it's just like like short little game. Like I'm sure this is for like eight year olds, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, Whatever. Well, it came out on the Xbox three sixty for the Disney Connect whenever the Connects were cool and everyone thought that was the way of the future. That you would just like do different movements and your character would move. And then everyone's like, wait, this isn't nearly as fun. So Disney We like to sit down and play our games and not be active. Exactly. Who yeah, I don't want to work up a sweat whenever I'm playing video games. Heck no, that's for those sportsy types. So Disney redid this game, put it on the Xbox One. They wised up. And this is like just a good game because it's because it's co-op. So me and you can play together. That's important. And while the levels Because I don't might... play very many games. Correct. AKA just Disney ones. But I love it whenever you play video games with me. So well, I will go. play any Disney video game with you It's at something any time. different than... Just watching all the TV shows that we normally watch. Correct. And we finished our puzzle, so now we need another project. See, like, your heroes for this week were fun. Just, like, us two bonding and doing Aww, things. Oh, so cute. We're so nice. Mine is TV shows and movies. Okay, that's fine. So, um, yeah, so I, yeah, so one, we did start two new TV shows. One is awesome, and it is called Waco. It is on the Paramount Network which used to be Spike TV. So rip to Spike TV. I used to love you and watching uh, CSI reruns and watching um, America's like 
like best ninja warrior like what about ink master that's on ink master yeah, ink master yeah five thousand ways to die i'm probably butchering all of these names but i used to watch them all in high school um so spike tv is no more it is now paramount network and they are trying to get in, in, into the prestige tv game and be like fx or amc um and this first show is really good so they want to win some emmys yes this show is called waco we obviously went to baylor which is in waco so we have a very close tie um, to the city love for this we were not well we were born during this time but obviously we don't really remember it this is kind of We've heard about what happened with David Crush, but definitely haven't watched like too many documentaries about it. Really, this is all not kinda, very many. This is all still pretty like new. I did have a season like three years ago watching like random ones. I think on, we watched like one on Netflix about like Red Ruby and like stuff. Uh, Ruby Ridge. Sure. Yeah, Red Ruby is a ski lift at Crested Butte, Colorado, where I just went nice. to ski trip on. Nice. But anyway, sorry, Taylor Kitsch, who is Tim Riggins. Forever in our hearts. Forever will always be Tim Riggins. And honestly, this is his best acting job he, he has ever done. If you don't know who Tim Riggins is, he is the star from Friday Night Lights, the TV show. If you have never watched Friday Night Lights, I don't know how we can ever be friends. Like, oh, it's gosh. probably top three best TV shows of all time. It's about Texas football. If you're not from Texas. But it's not just about football. Like, it's I mean, being like you, true. Well, yeah, so that is like the center of it. But you also love this show. Sure, sure, sure. And you sure. do not love high school football. No, I wouldn't say I hate it, though. It's definitely part of my growing up experience, and it just helps you, like, relate. Sure. Sure. But, yeah, it's also, you know, it is a great teen TV drama, show. all that yeah. kind of stuff with the relationships and the families and all the, you know, yep. it's a great show. Nick Saracen. Love him. I love Smash. him. Smash. Yep. So many, so many things. Coach. <sighs> Coach. Tammy Taylor. Tammy. Tammy for president. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So, Sorry. Back to Waco. So Taylor Kitsch is playing David Koresh and is doing a great job. We only saw one episode. So just this one episode, I'm fully in. It is fully. I am also fully my in. My hero. It's great. All right. I love um, it. My next show is kind of a zero. <laughs> I'm like in between. And that is the American Crime Story. Uh, oh. The assassination of Versace, whatever his first name was. Gianni. Gianni Versace. Yeah. Um, this is a anthology series just like the O.J. Simpson tr- show that came on. But new actors. Yes, but very new actors. New cast, new everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. So basically they are taking American crimes that are very famous and then they kind of portray them. This one I didn't know anything about either. Like I didn't really know... A lot about OJ. I mean, obviously, I'd heard of him, but I didn't know how it all exactly went down. But it had down. happened before we yeah, became... Yeah, and the same with this one. It happened in the 90s, and I had literally knew nothing about this at all. So, it's interesting to me to have, like, a real-life story. And, like, well, yeah, I, and I enjoy history and, like... And it involves fashion. Yeah. You obviously love fashion. I do, I do. And so far, it has no fashion in it other than the designer dies. But it's not like we're seeing him make beautiful clothes and... Very true. Seeing him, like, go to a runway show or anything. Nothing of that nature has happened. But it is still an interesting slice of American history. Correct. I... Well, yeah, so I obviously love the OJ show. Um, had very high high hopes for this, and you watched literally the first episode. I, the I, first episode, but it was I too can't artsy. Have you be and out it was on too it slow. And, I don't want you to be out on it. And I don't care about it yet. It did have the dude from Glee. Yes, it did. Um, so if you watch Glee, you might be able to have some like close relational ties to to this show. Anyway, I just it's not matching up. Obviously, I will keep watching because this is a cultural show that a lot of people are talking Give about. Give it another chance. So I will probably yeah, just keep watching the whole season. I'm not going to lie, but I'm not really in. All right. So speaking of fashion that you're not really in on, mm, Crocs? Yeah, for sure. But my zero of the week is that we went to see Phantom Thread. I can't believe this is your zero. It just didn't live up to my expectations. Like Michael said, I'm really into fashion. That was my major in college. Um, I was hoping this movie would 
be artistic and exciting and really showcase the clothing of the designer. I think it's just a fictional story. Oh, it's a fictional story. Yeah. Um, but the yeah. designer is, you know, 1950s London. So it's very, um, the clothes are supposed to be very beautiful, which you did get to see some of it, but it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be going into it. Like I thought it was going to be a love story and it was a love story. It was, but it just took a turn. I was not expecting. We cannot spoil it for you guys. I don't, we will not say what happens other than it was just a little bit weirder than I thought it was going to be. I and will, I was not prepared for that. I actually am the opposite of you. I, I know. absolutely we love this. We are movie. divided on this. I I could not believe that you liked this. When, I could not believe whenever it. Whenever we left the theater, I'm like, okay, I'm not sure how I think about it. Basically, the last 45 minutes of this movie were wild. Was wild. It was very slow moving, um, and so it didn't. Yeah, nothing really exciting happened till the end. And then by the end, you're just kind of like, what did I just watch? Like, what just happened? What? It, it took a while to digest it. And then after sleeping on it, I guess I didn't like it very much. And you did like it. So there you yeah. go. So it is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. He is like known in the business as one of the most artistic filmmakers like what else around has he right now. Done, do you know? um, and I'm saying around in the business because I have literally never seen any of his movies. And hmm. there are probably some people listening to this who are shocked. So There Will Be Blood is one of his most famous ones. Um, like Holly Blaze, who I work with, I told her I had never seen this. She, she was shocked and appalled. Um, <laughs> Boogie Nights. I have heard of this movie. Is that... But it like was a long time ago. It was made in 1997, so okay. we obviously weren't, you know, like that old punch yeah. drunk, punch drunk love. I've heard of that, but I've no, heard I don't of think that. I've seen it either. In and he made Inherent Vice, which I've seen none of came these. out in 2014. Nope, nope. Um, but yeah, basically, there will be blood and Boogie Nights are but thought really, of as like classic, just like great, great movies. What? What's interesting about this one is you have Daniel Day-Lewis, who is known for playing these, like, very intense characters. He's, like, kind of a method actor is what I've heard. Oh, like, he, like, oh, super... He is, oh, he is a method actor. He super gets into his character. Like, he gives it his all. And I had heard that this was literally going to be his last movie that he ever makes just because he wanted to retire. He's, like, done, basically. The He's, thing that I've heard about him is he always say, is that he always says that stuff. But maybe he really means it this time. I don't know. I don't know. That's so, true. because it had because of that, because it had to do with fashion, I was excited about it. Um, I don't, I didn't know what to expect. It was going to be more like I've seen movies about Coco Chanel. I've seen you know movies yeah. about other designers it, before, and it, it was because it was I guess fictional and more about this like weird storyline. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was. It was a movie. Yeah, it was a movie about a about a relationship mm-hmm. and just about how all relationships are about control and submission and just kind of like that's like the kind of crux I don't want to ruin anything so I'm not going to I will say of all of the Oscar movies that that are nominated well one I love Get Out I want that to win I don't think that it will but two I would want Phantom Thread to win I feel like as a Oscar movie this one is great. The Post, I loved The Post, but it was just like a movie. It was Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks just being cool. This is like in a very artsy movie. I understand why you didn't like it. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of people. This I movie mean, I like was artsy also- movies. There, I feel like there are some that I like, but this sure, one just sure, didn't... Sure, sure. Well, yeah. Wasn't what I expected. Sorry. I meant, like, if someone says, I didn't like that movie, I understand why. Whereas if someone says, I didn't like The Post, I don't understand why somebody wouldn't like that movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, if that makes sense. Also, this movie, underrated funny. Just like the dialogue between the characters. True. I laughed really, really hard. So if you're like, oh, this is just some like snobby artsy movie, it kind of is, but it's also pretty funny. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. Um, another movie that I saw was called Den of Thieves. Very completely opposite of Phantom Thread. Um... It has Gerard Butler. It has just a lot of different people. And basically the idea is it's it's kind of like a little Ocean's Eleven heisty type type of movie. 
Um, but there's more shooting and F-bombs. And it was just like a, a dude movie. I did not see this one, it, everyone. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, okay. But overall, it wasn't that bad. Okay. And my zero for the week, I don't re- really have one. Okay, sure. This right now, spontaneously, I got really excited for Justin Timberlake's new album. And I saw that he released like three or four new songs. And I loved his last album. Um, and I thought that this album would kind of be like that. And dude, that first song, Garbage. Just hot garbage. I haven't really listened to it, so I cannot comment. It's called Filthy, and that song is filthy. Not in a good way, but it's filthy. So you're saying, does this make you more excited or, I guess, less excited to see him at the Super Bowl? Um, no, I'm very I'm very excited. I am a huge Justin Timberlake fan. Um, I think he is hysterical, and I think he's a pretty solid actor, and I think he is a great songwriter, and he's married to Jessica Biel, who was my first celebrity crush whenever I used to watch 7th Heaven mm. in the 7th grade. Okay. Um, so I am all in on Justin Timberlake. It was just that this album, which obviously it's three random songs well, on That's this. how we all felt about Taylor Swift. That's true. That's very, very true. I feel like he's just trying to copy Bruno Mars. Uh, obviously, Bruno Mars ha- has been do. very successful. As Bruno should just do Bruno and Grinch. Justin should just do Justin. Yeah. Except Justin's style and, and like sound. Slightly is, overlapping. It's like, it is always different. Like it always kind of like sounds like a little different. Um, but filthy sound. Oh, it was weird. Now, should we go back to Crimea River days and just like maybe bring that sound back? Crimea River. Crimea River. He does have a song called oh. Say Something featuring Chris Stapleton. The country star. That's interesting. And that song oh, is actually not that yeah. bad. That Did I hear like a rumor good. at one point that he was like vaguely going country? Well, yeah. Maybe just so with like, that one song? Well, yeah. So that is like what is confusing. Like where is he going in this direction? Because Filthy is very much like, it's like the Taylor Swift new album vibe mixed with, with like Bruno Mars. Hmm. And then he has a, a, another song called Supplies. And I thought it was going to be like a rap song. Like being like, it had like this like, this this like like just the beat of it i thought there was going to be some like that future was going to like be on it for a second um these are also my very off the cuff music uh opinions so no one hold me to this i'm just saying i could very easily whenever this album drops be like i love this album justin timberlake is awesome just hearing three random songs i'm not as excited for it as i thought that i would be huh and that's what we got, everybody. That's it. I hope that you have learned some different Disney fails. You you have um, picked up on some maybe some mistakes not to make for your next Disney trip. Speaking of trips, shout out to Ingrid Roldan and her brother Byron who have decided to go to Disney World. Yes. After I, listening to our podcast. After listening to our podcast. So hopefully... You can make the same good decisions. Yes. You can just spontaneously... Um, yeah, so yeah, so Ingrid will actually be at Disney World during, during a few our days of our trip. Will we, we link up one hundred thousand percent? It'll be great. Um, so yeah, so shout out to Ingrid for for listen. reaching for her dreams. Yes, living the Disney magic for making your family experience the magic with you. That's what you should all do. Exactly. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. And leave us an iTunes review. That would be pretty rad. Okay. Have a magical day. Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.